0: Hey, we're back. (laughs) Back. Hashtag real life, real talk. (laughs) Danielle, what's up with you? Well, you know, I'm
1: super excited to move into this new month. It's June. June is the time for the summer. We just finished having May. Like, It was Taurus season, it was my birthday month, you know, (laughs) mental awareness month, AAPI month. So now we're moving into Pride month and Juneteenth and just the beginning of summer. So I'm just really excited about that. And I'm excited to get out there and enjoy the nice weather and just kind of, I don't know, enjoy a new new summer life.
0: Yeah, I was really excited for... It's being pride month and celebrating pride and then I looked up and the twin cities pride we're actually doing it in July, like even though this month is pride month right like our parade and celebrations are gonna be in July so. I'm kind of thinking and hoping it's just because of the COVID stuff hoping more people are vaccinated and they can do more things but yeah happy pride month. Yeah.
1: And I also think it's exciting because I know like for the longest time we were all kind of trying to figure out when the world was going to be opening back up and when we are going to be able to be out and about. And I think it's great that we kind of are starting to see a little bit of a lead at the end of the tunnel. Obviously, there's still a lot of precautions being taken and we want to really make sure that everyone is still staying safe out there. But I think it's great that we're starting to see like some more things going on. Um, I know I heard from somewhere the other day that airline capacities are about at like 80%, which is um, really, really wild to think about. Um, I know like we had kind of talked about before, like getting back out there in the world and just kind of starting to explore again is like really crazy. But I think it's exciting that um, we can start like enjoying summer and just kind of at least being able to be outside and like walk around and just kind of enjoy
0: Yeah, yeah, it was 93 degrees here, so I'm ready for summer.
1: (laughs) Woo, summer breeze.
0: I mean, I'm definitely
1: more of a fall person, but I do love summer.
0: Like, I mean, fall, I just love it
1: because you get to wear scarves, you get to layer the pumpkins, the football games, all of that. But I mean, I get really excited about summer just to kind of like be around and enjoy people and like be
0: in an exciting environment. Yeah, and you were talking about astrology, Taurus, and now we're in Gemini season, and then it'll be what, like cancer
1: season yes rising
0: sign we'll talk about astrology uh on a future episode
1: (laughs) yes yes well we're really really excited because i think this is going to be a really special episode for us because we're gonna have one of our guests and we're so excited for her to be with us
0: another one of our besties
1: Yes. I mean, we're we're excited because we're gonna talk about some really fun topics today. And we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna have some chitty chats about the world and about our own personal stressors and, you know, just really talking about generational burnout and just burnout and stress in general. I mean, we've had such a wild time with COVID. We've had such a wild time before that. And I think it's just really good to kind of like sit down and chat about um just the real stressors that happen in our life, whether that be, you know, a lot of it dealing with work and just kind of how we deal with that and how we, how we go about it.
0: Yeah. So our guest today is the one and only miss Sarah Bender, (laughs) AKA Bender. Woo. Uh, Woo. I I thought you were having technical difficulties there. I am. (laughs) (laughs) I am uh adobe adobe
2: flash player all of a sudden decided it says uh player at uh, end of life and i
0: don't know what that means
2: <laughs> um,
0: i should have gotten a picture at that moment and that could have been our like artwork for the episode because <laughs> it was so funny
1: maybe you know, adobe flash Player is stressed or something <laughs> i don't know,
0: know. <laughs> so
2: basically my large screen is gone and it's just us three in the tiny if we had like what Six more, we'd be the Brady Bunch. <laughs> I
1: mean, you're just really, you're just really honing in on us right now. You just I really want to be like is, in, in in the moment. <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't even know how to fix it. I'm afraid if I try, I will leave the meeting and I won't even know. What to do. <laughs> so, here we Sarah,
1: are. Sarah has left the meeting. All right, guest <laughs> is over. So, that's good. <laughs>
0: short, short and sweet. It was a mini yeah. sewn. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> well,
1: thanks Sarah. for. Thanks for being on. We're excited to chat with you. Yes.
0: Yay. Don't be nervous. How do you, well, but also how do you feel about being our first guest?
2: Shut up. Am I really? Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't know that. Well, crap. I, now I feel even, I should have taken a Xanax.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, we love it. We love it. You're the best first guest because you're candid, you're real, you have a really great heart, and you just you like to chat with us. So, I mean, I think it's really, really good that you're on here with us.
2: I I will let you know I'm gonna have my you're
1: gonna have another guest speaker
2: in here. To try and, <laughs> it's a surprise guest. A surprise guest. A surprise guest. <laughs> <laughs> try and fix this. So I apologize if I don't know.
1: Yeah, she has her own tech team. I mean, that's how cool she is. I mean, she's got like a tech on standby or something over here.
2: (laughs) It's, you know, if I didn't have to use somebody else's computer, because I'm probably the only, one of the only people that doesn't have a computer that's working. It was the
1: only. Abby has has a work computer. So, I mean, you're not that you're, you're living the dream with her at the work computers. (laughs) Work
0: computer over here. Uh, I mean, heck, we'll we'll just get started and if it yeah. goes haywire, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure
2: it out. It's okay. We'll I can still, you know what? I can still see you. And so that's fine.
0: It's fine. Just leave it. Just leave so, it. It's fine. <laughs> this, this is just, yeah, an insight to our lovely friendship conversations, our Zooms. I love it. So Sarah, for those of you who don't know you or won't know you, a lot of people will. We get it. But maybe a lot of people don't. <laughs> she just spit out her drink. If <laughs> <is> curious. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this is very open-ended. Sorry. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Just myself in general.
1: Yep. Yeah. What do you like to do? What are, What's your passions? What's your hobbies? What's your What's Sarah Bender all about?
2: I love cooking. Yes. Not baking. Cooking because baking's like tedious very intricate like time i like to mix things up and uh do stuff my own way weird she makes a solid Uh, buffalo (laughs)
1: chicken dip buffalo chicken dip is yeah Um.
2: oh my god made that the other weekend so good so good um you make good cocktails too Mm
1: it's
2: true bartended forever definitely still like doing that but it's been a hot minute but this marg that i made is that I'm sipping on is pretty darn good. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, you guys know, I love being around people. Um, I love hosting events. I, uh, obviously like when we all lived a little bit closer together, or if we actually have like something going on, I tend to take the role of the planner <laughs> mm-hmm. or the mom, if I have to be, um, Slash want to be. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't know. Besides that, um, animals are my hobby and my passion and my career and uh, definitely would never change that for the world, no matter how shitty my pay is and how long my hours are. Uh, I could never be a human nurse. That's for sure. My compassion for human pain is not nearly what it is
1: for you <laughs> <So>. <laughs> i think a lot of people can feel you on that so i mean
2: like, <laughs> i work with humans and I'm humans like okay, little... we, yeah, yeah we can get up and take tylenol or cure a hangover uh, yeah. these kiddos but yeah so i don't know I, anything else you want to know about me that you I mean, don't already know I mean, I would definitely
1: say, as it goes, you are the originator of the group text message. Like, Mm -hmm. I know group text messaging is, like, a thing that, you know, we're all in it. Like, we're all about it. But I would definitely say that Sarah is, like, the originator. I mean, like, she would just put all these people in this text message. All these people, like, come here, come here. She's definitely the originator of that. So, like, what she was saying of bringing people together, I think that's definitely, like, a role that she's taken on in, like, so many ways, which is, like, really cool and really exciting.
2: And I know that that can be, it, it can be annoying to some people, but you know, I, I strongly believe that there are some people they're not good. They're not good at reaching out. How I'm horrible at phone calls. I never call definitely text more or do a zoom or meet in person over a phone call, but you know, it's, I feel like some people, they just need a little bit of push or a little bit of nagging to finally be like, okay, fine, I'll come out, I'll, you know, yeah. come to, <clears throat> and then they have a good time and then they've got memories and then they can share in the stories down the line. And, you know, I'm happy to be that person to nudge them, um, like over Zoom and, or over um, uh, covid We did some Zoom meetings, which I never originated because I'll be honest, turning on a computer seems to be just as hard for me (laughs) as creating a Zoom meeting. But like there were points where I, there are a couple of friends that I mean, I like force them. It was almost like a threat that they need (laughs) to get out and come and hang out with me because they've been locked away. And it's not as though we weren't working because we were For the most part all of us were essential workers so we're still around people or we've already been exposed or we had already had it and it's like this is enough i haven't seen you in seven months it's not okay like mentally and physically and emotionally so i did i nagged i pushed i prodded and i got a lot of people out and i really think it helped us even if it was just small a small little groups of like four or five I remember I put together a little meeting, a little group meeting last summer and all, and it was six of us girls. We literally social distance in their backyard with drinks and music. And even though one of us, if we would have had it, we probably all would have shared it,
1: <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> but it didn't matter. We still did what we could, but I got them out and we had such a good time and such good memories and. I mean, Danielle, I know I nagged you until you finally came out to see us. So. Yeah, I
1: mean, my, my jailbreak that I Your talked jailbreak. about was definitely to them. It was uh, all sorts of nagging. It was definitely one of those, like, Danielle, you have to come, like, oh, uh, you know? And I mean, like, she's right. I mean, I think, like, definitely, like, like making sure that you push some of those people to just kind of get them there and I mean sometimes it's hard you know like people are in a dark place or people are just kind of stuck in their own ways and all those things but it's always good to kind of like have that friend to just kind of like push you a little bit and be like I know but like come on you know because it it makes a difference you know it makes it makes a large difference in your mood and it makes a large difference in Like your day, and and I think
2: some people it makes them actually feel like, all right, somebody
0: cares enough to be like, "Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. get your ass out here. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge thing with this pandemic too, right? That like social connection is one of like the main like contributor contributors to our health. And Mm -hmm. yeah, with COVID being in quarantine, not having social connection, like yeah, Mm -hmm. Zoom. it's not the same. And so a lot of people have struggled with mental health (laughs) this Mm -hmm. year. I mean, I know we're all candid about it. Um, And that ultimately has added to stress. Um, And yeah, Sarah, you said we are, all of us have been working pretty much most of the pandemic. I know, Danielle, you had like a brief period off, but all of us have been working in person, at least for most of the last year. And yeah, that's just been stressful in and of itself on top of normal burnout. Not right. the pandemic. <laughs> well,
1: and I also think too, like it's difficult, kind of how we're talking about, like the fact that like we've always been working is like you know you go to your job as well. So I mean you have to like have this, you have to keep it together at right? your, you know you gotta like even though you're having all this like, intense, yeah you gotta <laughs> do your best. Like you gotta just like do what you can. And I mean like obviously like also like. I mean, Abby, you're working with people, you know, like you're, you're dealing with their mental health. Like Sarah, you're working with the animals, you know, like all these things, you really have to make sure that you're like on your A game, like even if you're not on your A game. And so that also creates a whole different can of worms, you know, like, and things like that.
0: Yeah. Between the three of us, retail and healthcare, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Like you have to be like, even though, yes, your customer, well, you work with, you work with family, Sarah, but mm-hmm. your customers, right. Or the animals really, but yeah, you so have. Yeah, to- like my, so
2: my patients are the animals and then the clients are obviously the, the owners, the, or oh. like, I consider, I mean, they're my children. I'm the mom, the dad. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we were still day in, day out working with, um, communicating with, the clients and then all the veterinarians and our residents and interns who you know our baby doctors mm-hmm. and they're still learning and everything. So, and throughout that whole time, eventually our students, because I do work in an educational system, our students weren't able to come and be there and be in their like in-person clinical uh, rotations, which, was huge. That was such a huge impact to us. We lost a lot of hands-on help. So we went from having, you know, oh gosh, I don't even know what our, I should know, I should know this. (laughs) I don't even know what our class number is, but we went from, I mean, literally, I'll probably a hundred additional hands helping us with day-to-day tasks and healthcare and triages and appointments and procedures and all of this stuff to losing all of that. So went to a very minimal staff and even to a point where a lot of our other services were shut down because they didn't, they weren't, they weren't deemed as necessary. Mm -hmm. But the area that I work being emergency and critical care, and, um, we, we had to stay open, um. Yes, and I think it was, it was like a huge shock to me because I thought about it and I was like, man, it'd kind of be nice to be quarantined or, you know, get some unemployment pay for some period of time. But then it it, it really freaked me out because I thought about it. I was like, if we closed, what if my kids got sick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where would I take them if we weren't open? Mm-hmm. There might be another emergency clinic open, but- maybe I wouldn't trust them as much, or would I be able to drive like three hours away? And so it just kind of freaked me out because I thought of all these animals that we save and treat and care for daily, hourly. I thought of all those lives that really would have been lost. And I know in a lot of other people's eyes that animals aren't nearly as important as humans, but I know myself and many other people feel very differently. So Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a tough, it was a, definitely a tough one. It was like a, a struggle between working extra hard with way less staff, way less help with so many more patients.
0: But then it was like, would it be nice to have a little bit of a break?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: so like <laughs> just have to absorb all of that. I mean, I feel like that's what a lot of companies did. Mine included. It's an absorption model. If you don't have mm-hmm. enough bodies, y- you make do in that is hard.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You basically just deal with it. I I had a conversation with some of my students actually just today about how there have been days recently that I have been unsatisfied with our patient care and it's it's not okay because we've had plenty of staff and staff, including, you know, our students, and because I consider them very essential and important in what we do. Um, and I just explained that, you know, we have to work as a team. We have to realize that we are very fortunate to have them all back, but they have to put in the care and the effort. And it was kind of amazing. They actually like, they listened. So today was a much more successful day working because Yeah, Yeah. it was like a fire was lit and they're like, ah, okay, we just got to work as a team and do this. So
0: and I'm curious and I feel like we've already all kind of said, but like if you each had to say and I'll say too, like your top three stressors, like in your life, like what would you say? (laughs) I know mine. Anyway. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, then you just let it rip there, Abby. Oh, I got to okay. think about you this. <laughs> yeah, you go for it. I'll figure it okay. back up. No, I'm kidding. I got to think. I need a yeah. pen. Right
0: <laughs> <I then>. No, <know. laughs> you know, can we take like 10 minutes? Like, no.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. Go on.
0: <laughs> no, for and I mean, yeah, for sure. Job, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. mental health is stressful and just jobs in general. Mm-hmm. I would say like I, we're getting better, but finances, I think. Oh, God, uh, yeah that goes that goes with job but i mean not i mean kind of but yes not really um just finances in general and then of course like parenting mom guilt like those those are my top 3 easily yeah. um and yeah i feel like probably all of us job is probably in there and mm-hmm. i could guess <laughs> yeah
1: i i mean i would say like obviously one of my top stressors is my job and just just overall that i would say number two, another stressor is just kind of my own expectations of myself. I feel like I definitely stress myself out for my own like thoughts and just my own, like, I got to do this. I want to do this. I know you know, like all those things. So I think that's definitely like something that stresses me out from time to time. And then I just think like another stressor, I think is just like the overall weight of the world. Like, I feel like there's like, it's kind of like one of those things where you like, you can't really turn off your brain, you know? And so uh, you can't really turn off your brain thinking about yourself and you can't really turn off your brain like thinking about the world, like things that are happening in the world as a whole. So I think those yeah. are definitely like three stressors that really get me yeah. going kind of thing. Um,
2: I think for me, one of the number one things is time. Mm-hmm. Like when are we going to have enough time to do the things that we want to do, or will we have the time, you know, there never seems to be enough. And even when there is, there always seems to be something that is going on or something that takes the place of, you know, Oh, I need to do this. This has to get done to versus what would actually make us happy. What would actually be something like taking a trip with somebody, you know, because, how much time do we have left? You know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of, and some people I very much envy because they can live day by day and they are just, you know, full on, they take it as it goes. They are. And I am God, not like that. I am a planner because plans are structured.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
2: time, time is a huge stress thing for me because I'm just like, I'll have all these things planned out. And then all of a sudden, boom, a month is gone. And I'm like, shit. What did we have fun? Like <laughs> yeah. what, what did we do that was like fun? Were we happy? I don't even <laughs> so you planned then, it out. <laughs> I know. And then for sure, like I can relate with like the um just self-hatred is like so harsh. I don't it is. Want to say that, but like it's so harsh. Your inner <laughs> critic. Yes. Critic,
0: mm-hmm. Mental health. Mm-hmm.
2: Huge critic of mm-hmm. myself you know, so that, that is like a, that's a big topic for me. Like I have to, I'm never happy or satisfied. I I don't want to say never, but like a majority of the time I'm beating myself up over, could have done something better. Could have said that more correctly, better. See, here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It'll get better the more I drink. (laughs) <laughs> um, then I think like the third like stressor would probably be definitely finances I mean that's always because you work so hard then you get your paycheck and you're like what <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
2: and then you're like well that's all gone already <laughs> especially just buying a house gonna be broke forever
1: <laughs> well and then I think when you're planning out your finances it's kind of like okay so this is going here this is going here this is going here so like <laughs> What what do we got here? Like what what am I using here? Like so do I got to do like seven side hustles or like sell oh, a kidney or like what at least seven? Here?
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. and Sarah so. just casually threw that in there, but yeah, she legit literally just bought a house. <laughs> so like,
2: <laughs> that's, I don't know, I don't know how far. this is gonna happen. Uh, like you said, seven. There's I gotta have at least like I don't know thirteen side hustles. If anybody's yeah. got ideas for me, let me know.
1: Oh man, I was telling you about the Depop thing. I mean, I'm like throwing
2: side hustles at you. Like it's no, I've got nothing. Anyone's going to buy. You have so much stuff. I mean, I have four cats. Anybody want one? Okay. So when I'm there,
1: when I'm there, we're just going to start like, we're going to start categorizing and like being like, take this, take this $5. You want $5? Take it. (laughs) $5 Five dollars. for you? $10 for you? Okay. (laughs)
2: No. Uh so no. that's when you just need to come and just take over for me and you can get a commission well oh,
1: okay all right the finances the, give me the money give me the finances give me the money
0: <laughs> oh we are definitely going to talk about negotiating salary at some point yes um no i think i'm also showing my true colors as like a mental health i'm not a therapist but nutrition therapist right because i ask all the questions but i am honestly curious (laughs) how does stress show up for you guys like in your body or in general I think I know how it shows up in Sarah (laughs) well I do (laughs) what do you what do you mean (laughs) Uh, your immune system
2: well I do so yes I do uh I do stress and I get headaches it's honestly it's primarily I don't sleep I maybe get a salad four hours a night um, wow. sometimes with the help of uh, prescription medication. But um, I just like, I think Danielle mentioned, like you can't turn off your brain mm-hmm. because you're always thinking of there's got to be something else I'm forgetting. Like there's got to be something that I should be doing. And uh, I think that's a big thing. And I hold on to stuff. So I sit in my and in my gut, I'm just like nervous and worried and anxious. And I mean, how before this podcast, I was literally nervous and anxious and my stomach was upset and I was
0: stressed. And I was yeah. like, oh my God.
2: But I think, honestly, one thing I'd say for me is my, I'm very, I become very short with people, especially in my relationship. And it's something I've tried working on, but sometimes I'm, I'm really bad at it and I've tried to grow as far as acknowledging that that has happened. Um, But I still haven't been able to cut it out, which is not good. And I think that that was something I wanted to bring up with this topic that you guys had mentioned was with this like burnout and stress from, from working and everything. I think truly that that plays such a huge role in relationships nowadays and i think that's why so many don't work out i really do i think it i think people get so burnt out from so how hard they have to work to make as little as what some of us make mm-hmm. and i think that plays a huge role in how tired and exhausted you are physically mentally emotionally when you get home and you can't some people are easy, are able to just let that go a lot easier and others aren't Finding an outlet is really tough um, for some of us. For me, it's huge. I have yet to find one, but a healthy one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I'm the same, Sarah. I definitely it's anxious tummy or like headaches, stress, irritation for, and it's easiest to take that out. Like, right, you have to yeah act like a certain way, maybe with professional relationships but then it's easier to take it out on relationships or even like I get really short with Eli and that just then spurs the the guilt cycle but yeah irritation stress I definitely think and I'll talk about this like things that I do now to like cope for sure therapy uh because now that I actually do like therapy mindfulness meditation and stuff I realize I don't get as sick as often and I used to get sick all the time you I mean you guys know this Sarah yeah. and I would I think we would compete for who could be the sickest
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> what was it if we got COVID who
2: would actually like yes try to peter <laughs> over the edge I know that's a horrible it's like a horrible topic very sad because of just everything that happened and the the horrible things that happened in so many families and everything but it was a little bit of a joke within our group of friends yeah. like
1: like who's going to lose it. <laughs> we
2: really try and yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> what
0: about um, you,
1: I mean, I think I I feel like I handle stress like in a very interesting way because I think I, I either
2: you, Danielle. <laughs> I see <envy> you. Why? <laughs> because you just I don't know, like I I mean, I've seen you handle, I've, I've been there physically and, you know, over the phone and Zooms and stuff. And like you do, I mean, you've had, you've gone through a lot and we, Abby and I obviously know a lot more than anybody else, even listening to your Mm -hmm. podcast (laughs) will ever know or should ever know. But Mm -hmm. like you just, you just have this way of, even when you're down and like everybody should be able to let it out and have those days of just complete, like I'm, I'm done. Everybody else needs to do everything for me because (laughs) I am done, but you are able to bounce back and still like, so think of others and, and just put like a light on a situation, even when you're still dealing with that same stuff. And I just, I don't I just find that (laughs) that amazing.
1: Well, that like warms my heart a lot. It's like, thank you. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think like, I, I think stress for me is definitely like an interesting thing because I do have that very like anxious, like, Oh my God. Like everything's happening. Like, Holy shit. But I feel like I also like the way that I deal with stress is I definitely like have to, I have to talk about it in moment, you know, like I have to I have to make sure like not make sure everyone knows, but I have to like have that brief moment where it's like, holy shit, like, this is how I'm stressed out about this is all what's happening and then like, then I will go into like recluse mood about it, you know, and I definitely can be that. I definitely can be that like meme where it's like the dog, like sitting in the fiery, like <laughs> the fiery house and you're just sitting there yeah. like, what's going on? Like, I definitely like can internally feel that sometimes. I am I definitely also can be the person that's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. But like, I do know, like I can feel it when I'm starting to get like overly stressed or I'm starting to get like wild, like, like it. A- like not a ticking time bomb by any means but I can tell like when I'm like oh my gosh it's happening it's going on and so then I'm just kind of like all right Danielle like you gotta like get it together because you're like gonna like freak out on someone or something's gonna happen and then I do like try to push it out the other way and just be like all right like think about something else like this isn't like you're gonna start like really spinning out of control like this is what's going on and I think like it is a lot of like self-talk, you know? And like I said earlier, it is your inner critic, like having that moment of being like, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, blah, blah, blah. But I also think in those moments of stress, and like, okay, Danielle, like keep it together. Like you gotta like, you gotta breathe, you gotta. And I know like um, when I was younger, like my aunt like taught me this thing where it was kind of like, put your hand on your heart and just like count to 10, you know? And I don't know if that was because I was like, a, Crazy child or like what you know, and she was just like, okay, now this is what you need to do to get yourself in check or what you know. But yes, I
0: wise behind her beyond her years. I just yeah,
1: it's happen. funny because I actually talked to her about that one day, and she's like, I don't know why I did that. Like maybe but anyway. But I think like I mean yes, I think it's great like Sarah that you you feel that about me, and I'm I'm so happy that like my stress doesn't radiate and like a different way. She's
2: good people. at spinning. You're you're really good at spinning a bad situation and looking at the light, and like Abby's really good at that too. She does it in a different way though. It's like more of like a like a calming, like you said, like kind of therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And Danielle, you're more of like a let's just energize and take this to a different level. Let's- yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is a <laughs> shitty situation but let's just change it to this (laughs) right like like you do the same thing but just in like a yin and yang almost kind of way mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh my god it is it's like a yin and yang (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: that's hilarious you guys are
2: getting having me as your first guest now
1: no we love it we love it
0: It's turning out amazing. <laughs> but And I mean, I think, yeah, we've all talked about too, like that there is a difference, right. Of like, okay. Seeing the light at the end of the tunnel or like, yeah. Spinning something into a positive versus like conflict avoidant. Right. 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 That definitely can just bubble up and fester and yeah. yeah be all sorts of bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I definitely think like it, it comes with time, you know, because I think like I think I can look back at different things in my life where I, I wasn't always like the calmest person that I sometimes can be now. You know what I mean? Like there was definitely times when I was very like quick to anger about a lot of things. And like, there was a lot of times where I was just kind of like, Oh, why is this? You know? So it definitely like comes with time and just kind of like trying to understand like what, what's getting to you or like what it is or how it is, you know, and things like that. And just knowing like, when bad times happen, like they're, they're happening and they suck and you just kind of have to like really just push into it as much as you can. And that's the part that's the hardest, you know? And like, there are certain things where I'm like, oh, nope, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I'm just gonna like, it's gonna be over here. We're, we're moving on, you know? And I think like, there's just, it's just kind of like trying to understand yourself like every step of the way. And it's always like a process, you know? For sure yeah
0: this 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 convo's been so good (laughs) for hours see Sarah you're a natural you're
2: Ah, I was gonna tell you guys this this so my dad just came out uh to visit to see the house I my dad's a he's a lovely man and he truly just wants to be a wonderful dad and you know you can tell he's he's tough he's um definitely critical and can be aggressive about things which makes me as a little bit more of kind of an understanding and you know a little bit more reserved um which is weird me saying reserved but you know compared to him (laughs) I was so stressed about him coming out to see the house and worried that he was not going to like it or he was going to nitpick or something I was so stressed. I haven't had this kind of, like, reaction before. I legitimately had a breakout of – it was, like, hive slash acne, like, across my face, across my chest. Like, I mean, I – this is not – this is not a normal reaction for, like, a stress level, but, like, it hit me in such a weird way for, like, approval or that I did something right or – that this wasn't just a huge, oh, here goes almost $300,000, like (laughs) window, you know, like I was that stressed that when he was coming to visit, like that's where I was. Like we sat out on the balcony one day talking and he goes, Sarah, your face. And this is in his accent, obviously (laughs) your face, what's all over your face. And I go, oh, it's just been really stressful at work. And my job's always stressful. An emergency room is not a peaceful place. Yeah. But that, oh my God, that was harder to deal with than however many emergencies we dealt with the other day. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, Abby, you and I competing.
1: <laughs> no, well, you wonder what I think it's really funny that you're saying that because, like, I am also not a person who gets sick, like, regularly. Oh, no. No, like, never. But I am the person that gets the weird, like, allergic reactions and, like, my face swells up and, like, things like that. And, like, now when I think about it, (laughs) like, I'm, like, maybe (laughs) I was just really fucking stressed out on some of those times. Because I laugh at it, it's it's not a funny thing, but I laugh at different times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I was like breaking out in hives or just just random moments. And I I think about like what was happening in those random moments. Mm -hmm. And it was because I was so stressed out about what was happening. You know, like one of the times where I like got this huge hive on the back of my leg was when I was getting ready to like, move and it was like crazy because my stuff was in a storage unit and like I was in between multiple (laughs) places and like all these things and like again that whole like you know I'm a duck on top of the water but my legs are like going crazy at the bottom like that's how I felt on top but then my whole body are are, are your webbed feet just like yes they, yes. they were they're from- just they just going, dun, 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 dun. but like so I but at the end of the day I like had a hives on the back of my legs and I was like what is happening and I'd never really had like hives but well, <laughs> you know, but that's what was happening to me you so, were chicken
2: feet
1: chicken feet yes yes but like most But most people, you know, and obviously I was telling the story and I was like, oh my gosh, I got high. I was like, I can't go to work tomorrow. Like blah, 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 all this stuff. But really I think it's because I was just like freaking the hell out because like my life was like all over the place. And so I get it.
2: I get it. (laughs) Why would it work? And I go, I went to one of my doctors. I was like, look at my face. She goes, oh my God, what's wrong? And I was like, and I like my scrub top. I pull it down and I'm like, look at my chest.
0: And I'm like, I know! <laughs> I know. I remember my freshman year of college being so stressed that I broke out in with cold sores, but I broke out in three large ones. Oh, and I gosh. went to student health, aka student death. Oh yeah. death center. And was like, what like I need something, right? Like, give me the Valtrex, give me whatever. <laughs> and the doctor just looked at me and was like, What is that? Like so so judgmental. And I just remember being- Oh, he didn't know know that innocent
2: Abby was actually innocent Abby.
0: Abby. But yeah, like stress in my internship too, like when I was in Omaha for those six crazy months, like I went to the ER two or three times for migraines. That's it. Yeah, right. Stress is so normalized. It's oh, mm-hmm. it was awful. It's such a horrible thing, isn't it? That yeah. stress
2: normalized. Well, I like it, it, because of like our and just because of the topic that we were talking about, but like mm-hmm. because of like our our jobs, and it's just like oh, it's normal to be stressed, right? Like, oh, it's normal to pop Xanax, like <laughs> like it's that's, normal that's, to that's just normal. like sleep all day. And, like, right, sure dude, <laughs> I wish I could sleep all day.
0: I would love one day that I could sleep all day. Right. I don't know Stress. how my body would react. <laughs> Stress and burnout are, it's such a fine line between that and depression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. you really have to
2: like burnout. Yes. But then to seep into depression, like you really have to remember what you have in your life and that there are millions of other people that have it so much worse off, mm-hmm. so much worse off. I there's one thing so like so there's a there's a show that I'm watching that I've watched before but I like rewatching shows cuz I don't know I'm stuck in my ways
1: because but isn't it, that a form of anxiety i heard but anyway
2: watching shows
1: i heard i heard no. because it's yes because i, I
2: heard i think so
1: oh i think it's comforting too but cuz i do it all the time so i'm not like i'm trust I mean, me i'm on the train <laughs> like, with you i'm just I saying don't know, because it's because you know the outcome, so it's something that oh. you're. It's not something new. It's not something that you're. You you already know the outcome, so you're like not predicting anything. It's like oh, well, it's a com- it, I
0: don't even want to finish my story.
1: I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <It's a> coping <laughs> skill though, it is a coping skill for people we give who are anxious, like a way to bring them back into I their. I mean, yeah. I, throw, I throw the office on, and I'm just like. <sighs> Okay. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got mm-hmm.
2: a little Dwight. I got a little Steve Carell going up. Yes. there. I, it's good. It's good. No, I, mean, I was just going to say, there's this show I watch. It's called Call the, Call, Call the Midwives, mm-hmm. but it's, it's based back in the era, like an in London where like my family is from. And it just reminds me of the time where like my great grandmother was growing up. My grandparents were growing up and like all the struggles and stuff that people went through and like, What's sad is that a lot of these people, because I mean, it was poverty and it's starvation and it's, you know, people who don't have good health care and, and I watch it and I'm like, this stuff still happens. Mm -hmm. And it's like, those are the things that I have to remember. Like I'm, I'm poor. I'm not poor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, I am sick (laughs) frequently, but I have amazing health care through my job. Mm -hmm. my job doesn't pay me well at all but again it I get a steady paycheck you know what I mean like I do work my ass off but one thing my dad reminded me of uh, a little while back was him and I are incredibly lucky people because we actually love what we do Mm -hmm. and even though he can say that and he knows that he makes a jack ton of money
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whereas I make like,
2: you know, whatever, <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's, he's right. We, we did our education for what we do. And even though it took me many jobs to find where I'm now at, I do, I, I love what I, I could not see myself doing anything else. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> it almost, I have to come back to those realizations to Yeah. I'm still going to be anxious. I'm still going to be stressed. I'm still going to be burnt out, but that stops me from slipping into the depression. Well, and
1: I think, I think it's just really to your point, it's just focusing on like what you're grateful for. You know what I mean? And like, sometimes it is really hard to like pull out those gratitude journals or just have those moments to be like, I'm happy for the earth. I'm happy for my body. I'm happy for this. Sometimes it can be very challenging to get to that point when you are in like Uh, that part of you but I think it is really it's it's powerful to get to that point you know to have those moments to be like I'm I'm just grateful for the fact that I'm here you know and that I'm able to talk to people and that I'm able to have these conversations you know like stuff like that and it's harder said than done sometimes and people
2: I mean I have to do this like I have to I have to remind myself every day truly Mm -hmm. every Mm -hmm. day there will be times where I'm just like why the hell am I doing this or man life could be so much better or I really hate what's happening right now in my mind and in my life and then I do have to mentally and physically because I wasn't I didn't do this all the time I had to kind of think like I, I really have to think and change my mindset because and, and I mean that's that's all been pushed from like I mean you guys like you guys have constantly said some of this stuff, like over the years and years we've been friends. And I think finally things kind of start to meld together and it's like, okay, I really actually have to do something. Cause I think that's one reason why I don't have as much compassion towards like human medicine, which good, good for you, Abby, for (laughs) doing that for people, you know, with nutrition and stuff, but like people have the choice to, you know, act and try and do something about it, it's much harder for many people because you know either physically or mentally they're incapable of doing that. But we at least have other people there who can physically like you know pull us in and and try and guide us and help us in that direction. Animals can't do that. So that's Mm -hmm. why I feel like I, I bond with that and that's why I work in that area. But It took me a long time to realize like, okay, I'm not in the position where I need someone else to make me realize that stuff anymore, which thank God you guys were there that all that time, because you kind of were my like therapists on the side. I think that's why I always kept all of you guys like, that's why I wanted us to always get together and do things. Because if I wasn't going to call you guys every other day or every week or a month or once in three months. <laughs> I had to try and stay close to you somehow. Yes. You're exactly. my free
0: therapist. <laughs> no, I I love kind of going back to the gratitude journal piece. I mean, yeah, it it is such I mean, so many people roll their eyes at it, right? Like, oh whatever. But mm. it is so helpful to do. And I actually listened to a podcast because I'm like, okay, how can I you know, facilitate maybe some of my clients, right? Who are resistant to like practicing self-compassion or, you know, mindfulness or gratitude. And a suggestion was like, if you can't think of something like a physical, something that you're grateful for, even just focusing on like, okay, well, how do I feel when I'm with somebody? Or like, so focusing on like an emotion that you're grateful for. I was like, that is a cool spin on it because yeah, yeah, it's it's just- yeah uh, a good way to look at it and that like leads me because how am I the question person? I don't
1: know I mean you just like, keep it going keep it
2: going we got we, we got yeah, the combos
1: good.
0: going
2: he's
0: really I mean, my, I know.
2: Parents, like swapping leads like roles here you know I know. Okay. I know I feel like I should be asking questions but I'm just you know we're getting there we're getting there there are, Sarah, we're yin and yang, remember? <laughs> yeah, I know, the yin and yang. You guys just, see, maybe when you have a guest, you guys just swap.
0: Right, exactly. We just have the moments. Moment. <laughs> no, I mean, it goes right into, I mean, so a lot of us practice gratitude, but what else do you guys do to, like, decompress? So self-care or, like, what are things you do when you are burnt out or stressed or, yeah maybe into that depression zone like yeah what do you do
2: um I like making a nice cocktail at the end of the.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> do you know just I, mean
1: that- <laughs> I just like to like run the streets and like tell everyone <laughs> and things are crazy no I'm kidding
2: you know um, I would I wish, I wish I had the like like so Kyle is kyle kyle uses like is one of those people that the gym helps him a lot Mm -hmm. god i wish that was the case for me Mm -hmm. i'd be so much happier with my body (laughs) (laughs) but like i've body mind and soul (laughs) but like i have i've i have recently realized that um probably cutting back on the drinks will help so now i've made a new rule for myself that my days that i work i I don't even have like a beer when I come home or a glass of wine with dinner. I save it so that I can treat myself to like some drinks on my days off. So like, for instance, today's my Friday. So, Hey, but any of those other days, I'm not going to do that because I do. And this is a new thing that I'm trying um, just in this last month, because I clearly need to find something else to, like you said, change like your stressors, release your stress because, um, alcohol addiction is definitely in my family. And, um, uh, I mean, pills, medication addiction is a real thing too. Um, I luckily not found an issue with that, but it's not to say something couldn't form Mm -hmm. because like I said, lack of sleep is, an awful, awful stressor. It just leads to so many things. So, I guess I'm still looking for something that kind of pulls away my stress, but I feel like cooking is a huge thing for me. But then, God, my like, my freaking middle, my tire that has grown <laughs> around my stomach is not so great right now it's better
1: for your mental though don't even think about the. Physical. I know that I told Kyle,
2: like since he's moved in this last year I now have gained happy weight it's, it's been so great but the uh, the belly button you know the smile that happens when you sit down because <laughs> the belly button full yeah my smile's gotten huge
0: <laughs> I, you know, all, I say, all I will say all I will say another- all I will say, Sarah, is you know what I do.
2: <laughs> I know. I know. That's all she's got. That's all she's got for you. Okay, that's another topic for another day. Yeah.
0: So, so
1: I mean, I think, like, for me, like, I'm definitely a throw everything at the wall to see what works kind of person, yeah. just because, like, I'm a very, like, I'll I'll probably try anything. You know what I mean? Like, that that goes for, like, my whole entire life. I'm like, oh, my God, like, let's do this. So, I mean... I definitely, I, I basically was an athlete my entire life. So for me, like doing anything active, like really helps me. So whether that be like dancing, like just like getting up and dancing around or going to a random dance class or like going out to go dancing or even, um, running, like I, you know, was into running a huge part of my life as well. Like I go in and out of it, like back and forth. It depends on like what I'm doing. Um, I've had, I've, I've like loved yoga for a really, really long time. Um, again, that's another one of those, like I go in and out of it. It really just depends on like, like obviously with COVID, like things got kind of crazy cause I wanted to do it at home, but I just like, can't get in the mindset of it. Um, I did this thing for a while. Like I've done it a couple of times is like the morning pages. So like, right. Like three pages a day, journaling every day, like trying to do that. It's, it's really, it's, it is really difficult to get into those like morning routines. Just when yeah. you're like, like, if you don't like for me, I don't have like a set schedule. So, I mean, like, it's definitely, I have to kind of like figure it out and go from there, but it's just really making sure that those things are a priority. Um, and I mean, also just, like, I don't know, listening to music, like really de-stresses me too, a lot. Yeah. So just kind of like, like popping in a song or just like putting it in my, you know, putting in my headphones or just playing it, you know, just having like, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. I love this song. I love the beats. Like just any things like that, like really just help. I mean, I always love any suggestions. Like I, I'm always up for trying them. Um, but I mean, I think those are like the main things that have really worked for me is just like, you know, trying to be as active as possible and then just like listening to music and just like moving my body kind of thing has really
0: helped. Yeah. yeah. I I mean you guys know. Love yoga. Yeah. <laughs> love meditation. Yogi. Well, I think what's also hard too is we, yeah, growing up if you're an athlete or we all grew up dancing, right? Mm-hmm. Danced mm-hmm. in college. That's how we met. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, in adult world, there isn't a dub H, there isn't a club unless you, like, seek it out, right, like, there are, like, fun adult fitness classes, like, before COVID, I did, like, an aerial yoga class, so much fun, right, like, oh my you know- god, that sounds so fun, It
2: was- you, 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 but you have to make it a priority, you know what I, I mean, like, yeah. and that's, and that's so hard, because, like, I mean, even, Daniel, you kind of, like, reaching out to me about that, like, you know, that diet thing that you were doing, you know, yeah. it is so, it's so easy to be like, Oh, I just don't have time. But when I think about it, I'm like, I honestly, like some of these days I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if my schedule is a 10 and a half hour day, it's not 10 and a half hours, it's 11 and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And then there's the travel back and forth. And then when you get home, it's like, I literally have an hour to cook dinner, eat dinner, spend time with my boyfriend. And then I've got to go back to bed to try and get four, four and a half hours of sleep. Like that is such a freaking that right there is a stressor. Mm -hmm. I see it's all about the time thing again, you Mm -hmm. know, like you don't have time to do it. And then it's like finding the time to find a de-stressor and then finding the time to find the time to find a de-stressor. It's Mm -hmm. like It's so stupid because then you have the few days off and you want to pack everything in you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Yes. I
0: fall into that trap of like, okay, I want to do all the quote unquote self-care hobbies or things all in one day. And like, I'll do, you know, I'll do some art activities or journal or meditate yoga. I'll go on a walk. But if I'm not able to get like everything in, then I feel agitated and yeah, yeah, having to process that, like every day is not going to be quote-unquote perfect right like even if I get five minutes of something in here or there like that that is something and it, it is hard like what back in the day like having fun was our job and now it's I know you have to prioritize <laughs> having fun and yeah.
1: Abby wasn't your um didn't your therapist tell you like you can't self-care self-care or whatever yes uh, yes
0: like- uh her exact quote <laughs> yeah. it was, <laughs> you can't self-care your inner critic away you have to do the work too and yeah. I was like Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, See, it's, but I would have. So here's the thing. What's great is that what's
2: crazy is like, so you would hear that. Like, oh, so Abby, you and I would hear that. And you'd be like, we'd both be like, fuck. And you'd be like, yeah, you're right. And I'd be like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you would actively try and change it. And I'd be like, yeah, I can't fucking change that. Like, <laughs> you no, know, like there's like the mindset there, which it's, I'm not trying to be pessimistic or negative but it's like I'm ve- I'm so freaking set in my mind on certain things that I'm just like you know what whatever I'll just
0: keep on keeping on yeah yeah and I would say what's helped me this year too is therapy right but like a specific type of therapy EMDR which is technically a trauma therapy uh-huh. um, and we can go oh uh, we can have a whole nother podcast episode okay. on on that. podcasts about that. Yeah. about that but it honestly again I've been doing it for a year and a half and like going through different memories or things like working through different pieces of my childhood that I've formed like a negative inner critic around and it is so cool to see like just my own inner like confidence and stuff change with like reworking and re- rewiring like my thoughts that have been there since like three. Like, yeah. it's, ins- yeah. it's insane. So that honestly is also, yeah, therapy, journaling, writing. Um, I honestly do look at, even though my job is super stressful, I, yeah, I'm with you, Sarah. Like, I can't, like, this is my dream job. I've told you guys knew I wanted to work yeah. in forever. And so yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that by, by any means, but like, yeah, my job is part of my self-care. I honestly think, um yeah, TVs, movies, we talked about that yeah in another episode but um yeah just trying to have a creative outlet when yeah dance used to be our like physical creative outlet getting moving emotion or something out of me (laughs) yeah
1: well and I definitely think like Abby like I mean obviously like we've been friends for a while we've all been friends and I mean I think I've I definitely have seen your journey and like seeing that aspect of you that's kind of like okay like I'm gonna do these things for me and I'm gonna like push myself to be this way and like I know there's definitely different times where you've been like I know this is like weird but like I'm gonna do it but it's like it's so great that you're doing those things for you and like you're thinking about like you're being very like I mean the word of the month is like intentional you know like you're being very intentional about like how you're spending your time to help make you the best version of yourself you know and i think that that's i think that that is one thing that like if you're in burnout or in your depression or anything it's just like being able to push through to be like okay how can i like not even necessarily better myself but how can i just like push to be, move the needle you know and it's really really hard it's hard to get that way but i think like I mean, you're definitely like a testament of that, you know, where you're like, okay, like I'm gonna meditate, I'm gonna do yoga, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do these things for me. I'm gonna make sure that I focus on these things that are me that like help focus on like your self worth and everything too. And I think that that's like really cool to
2: see. Yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks Danielle. I just, think, I just think it's commendable because like, I, I wish that I could, I wish I could think the way that. So I tried therapy. I 100% and I believe this too. My, my friend Haley is going into like social work and all this stuff. And she's very much advocate for therapists and all that. But I mean, she she has her own problems and she deals with her own stuff and all of that. And I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm very envious of people like you who can take advice from strangers regardless of whether they are you know, I mean, professionals and, and whatnot, like you can take that advice and you can think about it and actually work it in to better yourself. Maybe I just, I got set up with a bad person because she immediately wanted to go into like hypnotherapy and like alter memories. And I was like, "Mm, I think you're kind of weird. And And this is our first meeting and you're bringing this up. I brought it up to my friend, and she goes, "Oh God, no! Yeah. That's like months down the line after trying so yes. many things."
0: Yeah, there's there's definitely different. You definitely have to stop around for a therapist. And I'll say, for my own therapist, like she's really not giving me a whole lot of suggestions. It's really me sitting with my thoughts. <laughs> See,
2: but that's what I thought too. And so I sat there and I was like, "Okay, I need more from you because yeah, it sounds like you need a different- I don't want to just sit here and talk. Like, I mean, that- like that's why we have each other Yeah. like because otherwise why am why am I paying you
1: I think like therapy is definitely a beast you know like it's it's definitely like it's one of those where like you you really a you have to be prepared to do it like regardless you know like no one's gonna be able to tell you you're gonna do it no one's gonna you're it's all you like you have to decide like I'm going to therapy this I'm gonna do and it's also like to Abby's point you really do have to shop around and like be prepared to kind of like spill your guts in weird ways and just kind of like understand like, okay, what do I, what do I want out of this? You know, or like, am I just going to go into it like willy-nilly and just like, yeah, spill my guts or am I going to, am I going to say like to the therapist, like, Hey, this is all the things that I need from you. Like, let's go kind of thing. So I think it's, it's really knowing what you want to go to therapy for, you know, like that, that's just what I think That's about it as, you know, because yeah. it I it makes you like
2: open like your willingness to open up to their ideas and thoughts and actually trying. And I yeah. probably just not
1: You're not there yet, which is there. fine. Like that doesn't I honestly, I think-
2: you know what? I don't know if I would ever be able to be there because I wish I I wish I could get into yoga. God, I can't. It's I would mind. Need, it's all I about would, the mind. Yeah, it's oh, all usually <laughs> the people <laughs> who are resistant up here. Do you know what's going on? I'm planning my day tomorrow while we're having this conversation as well as thinking about when's the next day I can sleep in.
1: Mm -hmm. So that is the one thing that I love about yoga is the fact that like, and I think that's why it helped me so much when I would do it is because I would go and I didn't think about fucking shit. Yeah, like but- I would just be there and I'm just like, all right, Danielle's in her zone. Like, and it wasn't even like, I know some people like go to yoga and are like, oh, cause I don't have to have the comparison game. And like, I can do, it wasn't even that. It was just because I didn't have to be in my mind. Like I didn't have to think about another person. I didn't have to think about, what I was doing like I literally was just just like yeah I'm just like I turned it off like it was just like I'm here it's kind of but that's kind of the same of how I feel about like dance sometimes too like I'm just like I'm just dancing I'm just
2: turning it off I'm not thinking I think that's why choreography was so good for me because like I could just keep like it was you kept thinking you kept thinking of the next Mm -hmm. move you kept thinking of so for me like that was an active yes But but that's why I think I know I'm in the right field
1: Correct. Yeah.
2: Emergency right. Medicine and stuff. You are literally always thinking you're always, mm-hmm. on your feet. you're always learning something new. If I wasn't doing that, which when I was in general practice, Oh my God, I got so bored.
1: But that's the thing. I think like in my normal day life, <laughs> I have to think about things like constantly 24. I mean, like I, I, people sometimes don't understand retail in a sense where they just kind of see it as what it is but like being in retail you have to make like decisions like constantly you know like there, there isn't a rule book of what you're doing like someone's talking to you and you're like okay I have to make a decision right now all right I have to do this all right you you think about this you do this like that is literally yeah it's not I'm not like doing any sort of like health and like healthy in that sense like no one's dying on my watch or anything but like you have to make split decisions and constant decisions like you're, all the time. You're
2: running, a, you're running a store, you're running a brand.
1: Exactly. I and mean, then the, so, and and then and, the very n-
2: You, you, you take it seriously because I mean, this is like, you take it seriously. There are mm-hmm. other people that wouldn't. So they're exactly. listening to someone describe it. You'd be like, you don't even care about your job. What are you doing? Like, right. It's a job, not a career.
1: Exactly.
2: And that's, and that's a huge thing. Like I feel like when you discuss like this topic and stuff, like I feel like there's a very big difference between, you know, you getting burnt out stress and anxiety over a job versus your career. Mm-hmm. I feel like a job, which I was freaking stressed and burnt out, whatever, whatever job it was because I put so much into it. Cause I felt like that's what you had to do.
0: Right, You had to think that's a job. Mm-hmm. It wasn't your career. Right. Well, and, females or like, yeah, people who identify as female. I mean, there's this thing and we can put it in the show notes, but Danielle and I both didn't realize we read burnout books, <laughs> two separate books on the topic of burnout. And the book I read by um, Emily and Amelia Nagoski, um, Burnout, it talks about like people who identify as female usually suffer from like human giver syndrome that like you feel that taking care of others, other people before your own, like before your own self is like the most important, like, and that's your value Ah. taking care of yourself is seen deemed as like a selfish act. And that's why so many people who are anxious, right? Like struggle as moms because you literally have a life depending on you. I myself, right. Like didn't do anything for myself in like probably Eli's first year of life. Because, oh my god I'm gonna be screwed guys
1: <laughs> <laughs> well I remember that I remember those times yeah it, was it, it was sad, was sad
0: guys it was stressful
1: it was sad yeah was
0: sad. well that's why we have to take time for ourselves
1: mm-hmm. yeah like- well and <laughs> I also I also think it's like and I think kind of to your point like it's really difficult I think for a lot of people to not realize that I need to do this for myself and it's not a bad thing, you know, because I feel like even the times when I've been like, I, and I even say it out loud. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just doing things for myself. And I just like, even just me saying that, I'm like, okay, Danielle, but you should be doing things for yourself. Like it shouldn't matter. But I feel like I'm saying to myself, like, I'm gonna do it. Like this is, I'm giving myself a pep talk to like do these things for myself. But it's like, why? Like why can't you just like
0: do these so things? Do it? Yeah. yeah, why can't you just like do it? Or that you have to like, oh, I'm doing this because like you have yes. to find like why you're doing it versus like I'm just doing it for fun or that's that's a big thing i i was taking some time for
2: myself to Mm -hmm. do my own nails Mm -hmm. but it was because i was trying to save money like and not go and spend it and then i'm like oh i'm justifying it by well we have a wedding this weekend or oh it's kyle's birthday celebration and i'm like i should just be able to just do it because i want to you know Mm -hmm. but and no again And again, would I have done that for myself if I didn't have something happening? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Yeah. I would have done the dishes or done some laundry or vacuumed or taken stuff to goodwill or you know what I mean? Like I would have done something that was proactive and time worthy Mm -hmm. in my mind versus sitting down and just doing something for me. Right. Right. Our days off are spent doing chores, usually. Mm -hmm. Mm Oh, I already have every, what's messed up, I have every day, my now days off. I have my days planned completely, which again, I plan. But I have to plan, because if I don't, stress. Ah, Going with
0: slow, not me. (laughs) Yeah, and I was saying earlier, like, no shade to guys, but they just are, they have an easier time just doing things. Because they want to, and yeah. like D and I have had so many like in depth conversations that like I was actually I think a lot of our frustrations early on in in Eli's life were I was jealous that he could do that and yeah. I didn't understand, um, and it's yeah not a depiction of like him it's a depiction of like I wasn't valuing myself <laughs> to yeah. like yeah. To take my own time so. Yeah. Yeah, I I have started doing that and it has been great. Um, No, another, just, it's a random statistic that I told Danielle I wanted to share. Somehow we are all still working in this COVID pandemic. Sarah, did you know (laughs) that between three and five million women have left the workforce in the last year?
1: I mean, I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh,
0: according to well I listened to a podcast this morning that said three million but then today on CNBC uh yeah up to five million people have like left people or women 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 Women. thank you yes why
1: okay so this is what my hot take about that is just I just think because of what we've been talking about, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do everything and be how we are. I mean, I, I said it the other day where I was like, yeah, all women should do everything. I completely believe that. But I think that's the thing. Like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, to hold a job, to hold a family, to figure out the finances, to do the, to make sure that we're the best in the crowd, to make sure we have a social, you know, all those things. And we put all those, yeah, we put all those like gender roles and all those things like on our back like 24 7 so holding a job then becomes that aspect of like okay well maybe i have all these other things to do i'm just gonna do this instead or just kind of like well, I'll figure out a way to make it work. I'm I'm just going to put my dreams on hold or like, and yeah. I'm not saying that everyone's dream is to be at a nine to five job. I'm not saying everyone's dream is to, you know, uh, or oh, move uh, the corporate ladder. I mean, it's not a lot of people's
2: dreams at all. But I, mean, volu- I would volunteer at where I work if I didn't have to actually work the rest of my life. Right. Or, or
1: there's people (laughs) who are like, I want to, you know, I want to build a company from the ground up or I want to, you know, become this major philanthropist or something like totally. But there's a lot of people that are like, well, or there's a lot of women that are saying, okay, well, I'm going to put that piece of me on hold because I need to make sure that all the rest of the chips don't fall. And that's what I'm going to do. And I think, I think, I don't know I just I personally just feel like that's what happened a lot because of just people that I was listening to like at work and just things that I was hearing and seeing like it just seemed like a lot of people just got you know burnt out and were just kind of like well I I need to step it up in other areas so this is what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna quit my job
2: they quit their job and to step it up in their like personal
1: yeah I think some people in their personal lives mostly a lot I mean
2: this might this might disagree with anyone anyone people multiple people maybe you guys listening or either of you two but do you think maybe a majority of it is also because let's be real there were a lot of babies a lot of COVID babies that have Mm -hmm. happened
0: Mm -hmm. So yeah, a lot of people probably left because of childcare because of, okay, if the man makes more money, right? The gender pay gap, right? Like there, there are a lot of factors. Isn't, it isn't just like people just, I was going to say, I've gone to five baby showers this spring. Oh, yeah you know so people let go right non-essential workers like they mm-hmm. lost yeah. I think it's including that but yeah, yeah. That's- and I was gonna say
2: because that's that's big that that's huge some people that have been have were like let go or kind of put leave and not been brought back on yet right I also think that though there's a lot of gap and there's a lot of people that were like I'm just not gonna go back
1: or also I think another piece of it and obviously I think the electronic and social media world is huge and right now predominantly influencers creative content creative content content creators and all of that are predominantly women right now yeah. um so i also think that was a lot of it too i think a lot of people had a moment where they just kind of wised up and were like okay well i have some other things i need to do in my life and yeah. i can't be I can't be tied to the man and like, you know, pushing in a paycheck and going to a place. I need to be able to set my own hours and create my own stability. And I think that is huge. I mean, like we can't deny it. I mean, we saw it, like we talked about it, like social media and uh, the technological world, like turned over on a dime. So I think there were a lot of women who just also jumped on that and were like, Hey, I'm going to be my own boss. Like, here I go. So I think it was like I, like we said, there are a lot of factors that just kind of played into it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea it was that many. I know that there are, I, I do know I, that there are um, a lot of places looking for workers and a lot of people are not applying because they're still collecting unemployment, which I find um, as someone who works incredibly hard and I don't know, I work incredibly hard because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, it's mm-hmm. my job that's what I'm there for. I'm not just sitting there, sitting on my ass. Like, if I'm not doing something constantly during the day, I feel like I'm not doing a good job, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. also adds to the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Not, but, but it's like people who are just physically not going back to work because it's like, meh, I don't have to. Yeah, go fuck yourself.
0: That's why. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, that's, that's also the system, right? Like. If people are making more on unemployment than they can at a job, like, the the system's fucked up, right? Yeah. Like, you need to I mean, pay people a oh, yeah. living wage.
1: I can't yeah. remember what the quote was. It was, like, it was something about, like, more wages, more, or low wages, less work, or something, like, I can't remember what it is, but it's, like, something that's, I mean, it's very prevalent right now, you know? Like, and, yeah. I, like, I mean, working in the customer service industry, like, I can see, how customer service has declined in so many different ways. And, you know, I, I just know like where the minimum wage gap is and just how just certain things and how people are being compensated throughout just even the customer service world. So I can only imagine like where it kind of goes throughout, you know, so it's 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 sad you know that there are a lot of people who are still in unemployment but it's also like they're protecting themselves you know they're like okay well I'm not gonna go back to this job that's like gonna pay me peanuts and like work my butt off you know um yeah, but it,
2: so I, one thing I have to debate against that is that so Kyle's company um they they had to you know kind of not lay them off but scale back you know, scale back scale yeah. back for a little while there during, but because Iowa also offered this additional like kind of incentive throughout COVID, he was off for several weeks doing nothing, making more money than I was Mm -hmm. as an essential worker. Well, essential. I'm throwing this up there because the government fucked over, (laughs) and I'm going to say that right now, (laughs) fucked over like the veterinary field. (laughs) just saying that because when it came to getting like the COVID vaccine and tests and all that shit we were very low on the list and then all of a sudden when it came to reinstituting like the normalcy all of a sudden we were essential again we're like okay but wait so my
1: question to you though Sarah like was that just an Iowa thing or
2: was that an overall our what do you mean like the the unemployment Thank yeah, you.
1: like the Sorry, screwing over the vet, screwing over like the veterinary world because, no, like, I mean, no, that, that was everywhere. everywhere.
2: Okay, because okay. Based on like the World Health Organization, yeah, CDC. yeah. Like CDC is across the board. Okay, so cool. We, cool. we had to go everything based on the CDC, like
0: mm-hmm.
2: rules, whatever, and then from there, our obviously like. Mm, president, university, whatever. I mean, that then they decide what is necessary, what is not. But yeah. again, it was like we started off being a little bit lower tier than we were supposed to be. As being a healthcare worker, I was higher tier because I'm more agriculture work than I am healthcare. That's crap. That's crap. But whatever. Anyway. But more towards what we were talking about was like the fact that like he was getting he was making more money doing, staying at home. nothing. Than <laughs> I was working twelve hour days.
0: Well, and that's frustrating, right? Anyone would be. It's totally no. frustrating. Which <laughs> well, is a lot of viruses, is like
2: envy came from where I was like, "Well, the fuck? I, why aren't we closed down?" Then and then I <laughs> think about it, and I'm just like, "Shit!" Like literally, animal like so many animals would have died so
0: yeah. many and that like nurses left the field too because mm-hmm. i mean they were obviously frontline right like mm-hmm. nurses what? hospital like nurses oh, yeah nurses and i mean i still watch gray's anatomy
2: but <laughs> anatomy. Anatomy. who doesn't but don't ruin it because I haven't made it past like I don't know season six or seven I <laughs> can't talk to you anymore sorry podcast is <laughs> <ended>. <laughs> it's been you
1: know, so I'm great I'm, I'm glad that we had such a good talk today Sarah's <laughs> like, <Series>, no, <laughs> not gonna be their first guest right. she will not be a guest ever again
0: <laughs> uh, but for real though I mean look, Sarah we you were joking you're like Okay, how long is this going to be? Like, we have kept you almost an hour and a half.
1: <laughs> oh, I know, knew I it. It. am so bad. I just have to throw this
0: out there. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think we could probably wrap it up then, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I think, yeah, hopefully, people take away from this conversation like, stress is real, <laughs> burnout is real, everyone across everywhere <laughs> experiences it. Women in particularly men. Yes. but we, and like and normalizing
1: it, talking about I, it, you know, because kind of like what we were saying, like it really, if it festers, if it, it comes out sideways, it comes out right. negatively, it comes yeah. out in all sorts of different ways, and even if you can't communicate it, like just like try, you know, oh, and
2: and it affects you, and it truly does. I really feel like seeing this and trying to but hone is, like hone in on my negative issues with all this is your relationship. If you are in a relationship, whether it is a, a sexual one, a loving one, a friendship, it really fucks with those. It really truly does. And I mean, whether it is loving or sexual, it, it messes with those aspects and it's not okay. Because when you look at it at the end of the day, You should have someone, whether it is a best friend, a close friend, a someone that you live with, whomever, you should be coming home to them in a happy and greeting way. Or even if you are sad and upset, you should know you're coming home to something that you're going to be able to change that stressed, anxious, whatever attitude and and be able to be better. And have a safe
1: space. basically.
2: Exactly. And it's just, yeah, I feel, I I don't know. I feel like it takes a lot. Shit. I'm 34 and it's taken me years to even get to the, like the minimal steps I've gotten to right now
0: (laughs) with alcohol and Xanax, you know, it's just there to help. It's every step of (laughs) the way. So hopefully people take away, like try like, something this week right like for you reach out Mm -hmm. to a friend yeah creative something like anything that just brings you joy fun like do
2: it (laughs) but something that's joyful but it doesn't negatively impact somebody else exactly that's like a big that's a big thing for me like do what makes you happy Mm -hmm. i've told this and this could be a total separate topic but i've told this to my parents who are still married but they are separated be happy You don't know how short or how long your life will be. That's what's important to me, but your family, your loved ones, the people close to you, those are the most important people. If it negatively impacts them or if it hurts them or causes them harm, then that's clearly not a positive thing, you know? And, and then that's something you have to work out, but do something that does that makes you happy. That brings you joy, how little or how big Mm -hmm. and, uh, and yeah. And if you have great ideas, you should share it, yes, share it. so Every- that we can, so that we can then maybe share it to other people and then give the feedback back or try it or, mm-hmm. you know, And advertising. We're I know marketing. like, I'm like we're, I'm trying. I'm trying. guys, I got to pull out all the stuff because I feel like you're going to have other guests on. They're going to be amazing and shit.
0: They'll we will be like who was that you. girl the first one you Bender so much yes. and we I'll just because I'm the question person mm-hmm. so you know <laughs> we are wanting to ask our guests so if you could host your own podcast on any topic like what would that be
2: <laughs> okay I'm sure there are plenty of these podcasts I just haven't looked or listened <laughs> but i'm a crazy effing cat person thank god i found someone who loves me and accepts me for who i am it would honestly be us crazy freaking cat people just discussing all of our insane like cat stories i'm not like seriously there's still a lot of cats i came home to my bottle baby cat who's four now and has the most weird obsession with me his blankie that he carries around the home when I'm not here <laughs> was in front of the door. And my two flip-flops that I had buried, he dug them out and destroyed them because mom wasn't home on time. <laughs> yep. So this
0: those are the we things. We
2: love
1: you. So, you would like, so you would like a cat podcast that talks about cat stories, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. There, absolutely there's an audience for that. While i would drinking. subscribe i would hit the bell to that absolutely
0: yeah
2: i mean the cats would have to make themselves present so that we knew that they weren't thinking that there was a cat <laughs> in the house because then that's a whole other podcast <laughs> like, there where has to the... be a cat in the home where
1: are the cats they speak of where there are these cats, cats? Are, I, don't I don't know about like like you it, but i think you have
0: your first like two episodes already planned out <laughs> 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 i already got crazy
2: weird oh another one would be just a gopro with me at work and i would have to edit like everything out but
1: <laughs> it would just basically be of you showing up to work and leaving work
2: that would be life? it yeah, yeah a like being like this was me before and this is me after <laughs> all the hair look the blood i don't know what that specimen is no idea <laughs> a day in the life of sarah bender yeah, yeah.
1: Boom. God, We're so happy that we had you as a guest. Thank Yay! you. Thank you for coming on. I mean, Abby's got an Instagram versus reality for us and then we're going to check on out of
0: here. Yeah. So, so kind of going with, I mean, I feel like we webbed this in through our whole conversation, but uh, my Instagram versus reality this week is on, you know, just the just the shit that we're told that we aren't, it's not good to talk about like pay. Like who told us that it was, I don't know, wrong to like ask about, like, what do you get paid? Like, and my coworkers and I have talked about that, that it's almost like we were brought up that you're not supposed to talk about pay. So then that allows companies, big companies specifically, to underpay <laughs> to underpay people and so I just want to advocate for you know advocating for what you deserve and asking for a pay that you are of value to and Sarah, I told you that uh, I did have some good news so I actually recently got a promotion. Yes, Advocated. <laughs> I yep, I recently by this time this is posted I'll be in the job, but yeah, I'm a culinary and nutrition manager now. Woof, woof. Um and instead of the Yeah, that ma- around our work. Snaps around their, world. Are in their world. <laughs> Because big companies should pay people. A- Thank you so much for being here. Yes. We really. love you and hopefully can see you in a few weeks in person. Exactly, and we'll have yes. you back again, I'm sure. And you I mean, can come but- and stay at our house that won't have really anything in it. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring my housewarming gift.
2: Exactly, yes. it'll be
1: great. I mean, I'd
0: be
2: a bottle of tequila, and we'd be happy.
1: Exactly. Done. I'm so glad that we all got to connect, and I mean, it's an over and out for podcast this time. Yeah. We'll see Bye. you guys the same again soon. Bye. Again, good luck. <laughs>